Hello, I'm Jadoni, a.k.a. Jadoni Altuve, a.k.a. The Dreadheaded Bandit, a.k.a. Meryl Street's favorite rapper. I don't remember the night, but this film got me thinking we could be good and die. We fall back where we We're back here for episode Yo. two. Thanks for everyone for coming back. We're here with uh, Judoni. How you doing? Thanks for coming on. We we took a couple. Uh, we each took a shot of apple cider vinegar before this started to kind of wake us up. How's that sitting? Yo, I feel crazy, but I feel ready. I could, I could probably fight the rock right now. Yeah, I mean, hey, okay, we'll keep that in mind. I could probably like flip a car or something right now. I feel like flip a car. The the initial burn sucks, and like I kind of gagged a little, mm-hmm. but now it just feels like this whole area just kind of opened up yeah. opened up man I, incredible feats can be accomplished right now i think that might have to be a, a regular part to both <laughs> of our both of our uh routines but yeah i appreciate you uh being a part of this one when uh the opportunity came up i jumped at you were already before we even communicated you were someone that was on like the the top five like the first five gets Ooh, five. so you know why well, yeah I, I don't even know if i have five but if there was a top five it, it would have been that so thanks so much for being here and there's a ton of stuff you know kind of as being a bystander kind of watching you grow over the years that it's kind of cool and i talk about so in general it's cool like we've known each other for so long but i feel Very like this is time. the first time that we've actually gotten to sit down just the two of us and, and have like a long for conversation so that's that's exciting too Maybe. so i know i kind of will probably ask everybody this coming out of this crazy year but how has this been for you personally also just as an artist what adjustments i'm sure that you definitely had to make like everybody did not only in their personal life but as an artist kind of walk me through that and you know how that kind of changed you and your art going forward so i'm gonna start off with the artistry aspect first of all um it actually was a blessing in disguise because with the pandemic happening i had to we stopped working so i had all the free time in the world so (laughs) my group cul-de-sac we locked ourselves in the studio and just worked every single day just every day so it was i found out a lot about myself as an artist and how like really bad i wanted it because Mm -hmm. when you have all the time in the world (laughs) you can usually you can take it you can spend it doing nothing or you know progressing and i we i took that and tried to progress personally man i found out a lot about myself i feel like a lot of people have um i really dove into a lot of tv so I became more of a, more of a TV bug. Yeah. yeah. No, I feel like weird. a lot of people, like, you know, it's it's weird. They're just, you know, it sounds cliche and stuff, but it's crazy. It's like the cliche things are weirdly true sometimes how mm-hmm. you do some of this introspection or, you know, I repeated it last time, but like, you know, I think in terms of for me getting something artistic started on my own, like, again, the pandemic, like you said, was a blessing in disguise. I mean, obviously terrible on multiple yeah, oh, yeah. levels, but if you can take any kind of silver lining uh, I think it put a perspective like for a lot of people like kind of forced people to be like well, what do I want to do like exactly. for me what what will make me happy and stuff like that and it's cool that it seems like everybody that I've talked to even outside of this kind of said the same thing and it's kind of weird you know I think it'll be seeing like kind of this I feel like in general kind of like this artistic shift like in the world going forward 
um, what's going on right now for you. Um, you can kind of walk us through the last year or so, like what, what's new with you? How are you uh, kind of growing as an artist? From my perspective, it seems like on social media, you and your group, Cul-de-Sac, have been doing some great things. Uh, the social media presence is awesome. You've been doing some of your own shows and live yeah. streams and mm-hmm. things like that as well, which is a cool thing that I think a lot of artists have been doing, but especially kind of in our local community, it feels like you guys are kind of at the forefront of that. So kind of walk me through that. Man, that was that was probably the highlight of the quarantine was being able to put on. We put on two shows. Mm-hmm. So the first one was uh, Apocalypse, and that one was that was our first time putting together a show. So we wanted to do like a a cul-de-sac and friends type thing. So we gathered a whole bunch of different artists and mm-hmm. groups from the local area and brought them together to perform. And that was that was a uh, that was a time, man. It was really cool. It was really fulfilling being able to set it up right because you it's different someone booking you for a show and you go in there and doing all but having to take the time to make sure every single piece fell in line right and obviously there are bumps but um that was really cool and then the second one was just more like our like cul-de-sac was just like us and like two other artists Mm -hmm. and that was also very nice because that was more just like a very calm relaxing with our friends just sitting on the couch making listening to me or rapping and singing so that right, was really right. cool yeah i feel like once you kind of have the experience putting together a show for yourself like kind of makes you appreciate like all the other times you got booked you're like okay damn like there's more than just like all right everybody show up at 7 30 yeah, you know what exactly. i mean like there's someone's got to run sound and stuff like that especially if you want it to look a certain way and i'm sure like the live stream aspect brought more you know more technical difficulties yeah. and, oh my gosh. and hurdles that you had to bring um so that's cool yeah i know like for last time i saw you guys is when i was able to kind of help put together a show mm-hmm. for you guys which is really cool mm-hmm. you know when we kind of had that opportunity i think god god it was two summers ago now Dude, was, i guess that, yeah that was like yeah too late it was in may yeah 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 because we went on tour right after that so yeah that was cool for us like you know at your brother was gone but he was kind of sending me things you, you guys were doing and stuff like that and we we kind of had this idea of like oh like the summer we need to kind of do our own show and it was cool like we kind of did the same thing like highlighted artists and it was cool to kind of i don't know it was awesome like you guys was did great it was you a know? great time man it was a cool time it was really cool and that was like i think that was the first time we as cul-de-sac were actually like brought out to perform like as cul-de-sac yeah so that was a really really dope time because yeah. that's the first time we got to do something like that and mm-hmm. i appreciate we all appreciate yeah. you guys no, bringing us out man it was great definitely have to do it again talk to me about cul-de-sac and how that kind of came to be- came together for me like on the outside it seems like it's three right you and, and two others is that mm-hmm. correct like-minded individuals that kind of see music and and rap and r&b and different you know, subgenres that in a certain way, you know, from the outsider, it seems like you're taking in elements of film mm-hmm. into it. And there's like an attention to detail with just how you guys present yourself down to like, you know, even just the clips you put on, put online, there's like a level of artistry, even to just the video production of it. So kind of talk to me how it came together and, and how you guys kind of focused in on like the sound and look that you guys have kind of zeroed in on. Okay. So, um, Let's start. So, Lael, so cold, I'll start with the who's sure. in Cul-de-Sac. So, Cul-de-Sac, we have Lael, Anonymous, mm-hmm. myself, Jadoni, uh, Chomsky, and then there's M, and then we have our friends, Armin and Brian in there as well. So, I was in, I went to school, uh, went to college with Lael. Mm-hmm. 
Joe, uh, Chomsky also went to college with Leo. They knew each other before I knew Leo. Gotcha. Um, and they were discussing like working out, trying to work together. Uh, Chomsky was supposed to help Leo with the project, and Leo was like, "We should just, you know, get together and start right. doing stuff." And around that time, I texted Leo. I was like, "Hey, I'll, I'll be interested." Um, and he knew M from also working with him as well. So we just all went to M's house right. one day, got together and made music and then kind of went from there. Kind of went from there, man. <laughs> right. That's cool that you guys were able to do that and that you were able like through just getting older and being in college, kind of finding like-minded people. How did you guys kind of then when you were together kind of had like this nucleus of like, all right, here's like the people, here's people kind of like in the affiliate with us mm -hmm. as well. And we have our producer. How did you guys kind of zero in? I'm sure like, you know, just as I've seen over like the last two years, you guys have definitely kind of zeroed in on that. But like, what was kind of the discussions you guys had in terms of being like, how do we want to present ourselves? Like, how has that changed? Because it seems like the the idea and the production and everything about it seems to me as an outsider, like very zeroed in. Like, there's a lot of consistency between the vibe and stuff like that. There, There is like a vibe that you guys have like to yourself you know like that that the way that you guys carry each other there is like a level as like you know professionalism or or you know it mm -hmm. seems like it's a cohesive unit and i know like from being in a band for so many years you kind of need that you kind of have to Absolutely. fake it till you make it in a way Absolutely. you know so how has that kind of come together how do you guys kind of zero in on, on some of these points so i would say to start it was obviously there was like learning curves because mm -hmm. i me personally i never worked with anybody else in music. Right. i used to just write on go on youtube and <laughs> write my little raps by myself right so me for me personally it was a kind of adjustment like working and being cohesive and just being able to take a step back and let other people do their thing um but as a group we start i think our sound really evolved because at first we put out a single Leo put out a single it was like favorite color and that was like a real poppy mm -hmm. real poppy type song and from there, once we started kind of getting our footing and we started really leaning into the whole TV and movie type thing, because that was yeah. a big inspiration with us. Yeah. I think once we hit the the our Suburban Legends tape where we based everything off of TV and movie, that's when we were like, okay, this is what we like. This is what is us. Sure. Lean into it. Yeah. We really pride ourselves in being who we are in individuality and just unapologetically ourselves. Right. So like... We were like, this is us. Let's lean into it. And from there, things took kind of, off. How do you do that? Like how, and I, I guess I kind of can see it, but tell me how, what kind of aspects you take from film and TV? Like, is it just the way things are presented, like in a visual aspect? Or even like, how does that reflect, I guess, not only just in the visuals, but in the music? Like what little things from TV are you cherry picking that kind of roll into like that package? Man, I would say everything. Yeah. Every Anything you can, we can get from it. We mm -hmm. do. So a lot of the time when we went, we were record at M's house. Um, he would just throw on a movie or a show in the background. Yeah. And then we could be sitting there. He makes a beat, whatever. We could be sitting there watching a movie and a stick. A person could say one certain one line. We'd be like, <laughs> OK, make that into a song. We could see an actor, an actress use their their essence, make that into a song. Right. Um, the whole plot of the movie, whatever <laughs> the, the the score, it's just it, it comes and goes. You really don't know what you're doing right. until it's there. It just hits you. It just hits me. It's cool that you're able to take that like different mediums of art, like even I'm sure just even outside of TVs and movies, just different kind of visual arts and things like that, and and kind of roll it into what you guys are doing. Um, what are the plans going forward with that? I know you guys have released some stuff individually. Mm -hmm. 
and then stuff as a group uh i'm sure there's stuff on the horizon where's uh how's that kind of looking going forward into 2021 we're, we're definitely working yeah um we definitely got stuff planned i don't want to sure give yeah. too much yeah. away because we're still classic yeah right? i know the cliche oh we're so important top Stay secret. Tuned. Yeah. yeah keep your eyes out though um, but yeah we have a lot of stuff planned um just the whole thing is just keeping our head down we have nothing else to do right right so keep your head down working um we have everyone has their own individual projects they're working on sure and then we also have group stuff group and that's that's the beauty i let me tell you that is the be- <laughs> beauty of cul-de-sac man we can branch out and do our own things we don't want to be just boxed into just the group right like because, oh if you write something like that has to be for mm-hmm. the, the group or something because like that. We, yeah you want to be you want to be individual and like even if we're doing something individually we still can collaborate and still help with each other which is great but we right. don't have to it's like a support system more than mm-hmm. it is like we're just 100 percent relying on everybody right that's kind of thing too that i see i don't know everybody else in the group as well as you obviously but it seems like from the outside looking in it seems it's kind of the cool thing about it like the pillars are like these three individual personalities and even just in the way that you guys present yourself within that and like your styles and stuff like that there are different um kind of elements to it you know what i mean which which i think is cool um and i guess that means kind of the same for you i'm sure it's the same thing stick tuned stay mm-hmm. forward all mm-hmm. those things as well with stuff that you have going forward um for you what has been like the biggest challenge i would say working in a group like what are kind of the things that you think are different like the different aspects of you know when you're on your own, it's nice because you're on your own. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, you're on your own. You're on your own, yeah. Right. Like in terms of ideas and stuff like that, what are kind of like the positives and negatives that you see to each aspect of it? And do you like one better or is it just better just because they're each different? I'm sure is the answer, right? Mm-hmm. Different um, dynamics. I would say, I mean, you like you like being on your own because like you everyone has that sense of selfishness sure you know what i'm saying like you like you like being able to do things your way right but i think and that like i said i never did anything in a group before i mean i played sports but like in music wise never did anything in a group so like it was the biggest thing for me was learning how to you know realize that even if you're at the studio and you're not doing something you're still there for your friends right you're still there to help out you can still contribute even if it's not for you Right. And but at the same time, I still had to learn when to be assertive mm-hmm. and not not assertive like aggressive, but like when to know like, okay, this is my time to do this, this right. and not it's a balance because you gotta realize that it's it's not gonna be your day. Yeah. It's gonna be somebody else's day. Sure. And that's that's the thing. That's the thing too, like I, I've learned I feel like the similarity kind of coming from the band thing and then they're very much the same, you know, like I almost kind of look at you guys like in the way that you present yourself like as a band, like in a way. Um certain times there are like, you know, you do have those hills that you want to die on. You know, mm-hmm. you're like, nah, dude, like I think this is the way that this one should go, you know, and but you kinda pick and learn, like kinda as you're in that group and you kinda learn how like the temperaments of the other people mm-hmm. are and, and, and how you work with different people. And I'm sure there's days where you get in there and just today is not the day like nothing's coming out you know and then i'm sure there's a day where a week goes by and you kind of aren't prepared and then Mm -hmm. bam like out of nowhere something something comes right like it's crazy how that that happens absolutely yeah yeah um for you what does um what does making music at this point in 2021 mean to you in terms of artistic expression and and 
where do you kind of see how you fit in? Like, is music for you just a passion project or do you kind of see it as, I mean, I know you guys take it seriously. Like, how do you kind of interface with today's kind of climate? Like, do you want to use music purely just as art or do you want to use it to kind of bring light to like the voice that you have going forward, talking about like some of the things that are going on in the world? Um, Yeah. Man, music's everything. Yeah. It's everything. It's what I say. It's literally what I think about 24 seven. It really is like, and to go off what you're saying about like using the voice, that's what we, that's another thing we pride ourselves on. We, um, Mm -hmm. we talk about real topics. Sure. Always. Yeah. Like always. doesn't matter what song it is. Like, yeah, we have our fun stuff, but we, we don't want, we want things to, to be real and authentic. Right. That's what we pride ourselves on. Like sure. the world we live in, especially being, you know, black men, we got to talk about it. Sure. We got to talk about it. We got to get off our chest and music is a great way to do that. And if it, even if it's not helping us, even like it is, but even if it wasn't, somebody else can relate to it, which is also just as good because we need, you know, we're here to help and we're here to be there for people. And that music is a great way to express yourself and great way to to reach out to people sure, directly yeah. and indirectly. I'm sure a great way to kind of channel some of those emotions that I'm sure, especially with the topics like that, that are, I can imagine, great kind of a way to express it so it doesn't get bottled up, but also to kind of, in like a focused way, channel it towards like, well, mm-hmm. shit, like I'm going to say something about it and then I'm going to hopefully like, you know somebody listens to this and they kind of agree or, or take something away from it i'm sure that's huge even if they don't agree it's just like right but like like you said take it something away yeah like, just getting just getting out there and being heard is really what you need because nothing gets done if people are silenced so exactly yeah no that's being a, heard it's a very good point um well i'd be remiss to tell you that we have some segments prepared that i know that you're looking forward to um before we get into that I know, like you said, some of the things you, you have to keep kind of close to the vest, but let the people know where they can find you and where um, they can see you coming up. I know that right now it's kind of weird with, with COVID. Like, I'm sure a lot mm-hmm. of things are kind of up in the air as we continue to get vaccinated and stuff. There's some kind of horizon, but I know that you do have something coming up. Okay. So let everyone know where they can find you. You guys, you can catch me <laughs> and uh, Leo in in millerstown pennsylvania at camp elysian on august 14th it's a it's a festival we're doing and um it's gonna be a good time you come out support show some love um you guys can follow me on twitter and instagram Uh, it's the same for both it's cul-de-sac jadoni c-u-l-d-e-s-a-c j-a-d-o-n-i um on instagram and twitter follow me um interact with me i'm friendly i promise i'm not mean yes um and just say what's up find our music and you know hopefully you enjoy oh my bad and then our group page cul-de-sac collective as well on twitter and instagram awesome funny one thing that i did want to mention that before we started was the segments was what does that mean for you like uh, this is the one thing that i've always kind of wondered coming from you know coming from a band playing like metal or punk or whatever like that like for us, it seems like playing shows, like playing out is kind of the lifeblood to like that style of music. For you, it seems like with rap and other, even like electronic music, like other kind of non-instrument based music at times, not that your stuff is an instrument based, but you know, where like, what's kind of the dynamic? Like when you do play live, like what does that mean to you? Because it seems like it's not as like, 
I don't want to say essential, but it seems like mm-hmm. with those kind of styles of music, like the internet is more and, and putting stuff out just consistently is more uh, like kind of like the lifeblood to that. What is that? What is playing out like mean for you? And like, what is that just what goes through your head? Like while you're doing that? Man, shoot, I'm a performer. Yeah. So I look for I, I, I'll listen to songs in the car and I'll be like, yo, I can't wait to do I, I plot it in my head. Like, I can't wait to do this part right. at this right. when people are there. And like you make these songs like hey, you you make them for yourself. You make them for the fans, but you make it so that people can share right. that moment with you when you're performing. And when people are there and you're performing and they see you and you see them and you see that they're vibing with you, there is no better right. feeling, man. Like, it's like that instant, like you can put out a song and wait a couple of days and kind of see like yeah. what people say, but there's nothing like playing live and being able to kind of just look up. And I know, like, there's some times where I've been playing and I look up and I'm like, tonight's not the night. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we didn't get up tonight. But I do know that there are nights where I've looked up and I'm like, damn, tonight was, was the, the night, night yeah. you know? And it's cool that, like, again, it's kind of like the universal language, like that me and you that play, like, different kinds of music, but still, like, without even communicating that, know exactly what the, each other mean, Absolutely. you know? It's just being an artist. It's just like, yeah. it, and I mean, artist and just a person. Right. It's, it's gonna be your day one day right it's not the other day but at the end of the day you take it on the chin you take it in stride and you know that one day it'll be there yeah or even the next one the The next next one might even be you know what i mean i always say like with that kind of like level of adrenaline or satisfaction like if they could somehow bottle that up into some kind of drug or something like that that kind Mm -hmm. of like rush that you get like apple cider vinegar yeah yeah, hey there you go (laughs) kind of actually it's kind of similar pretty much (laughs) but that would be like you know they couldn't keep that shit on the shelves that's Mm -hmm. how like popular it would be you know yeah no it's been great talking to you i have uh some fun things planned and uh be ready to hop into them we can do that absolutely i'm excited we'll be right back yes sir And we're back. We're back. So we've been doing some segments, as you saw in the last one. I like doing the segments because I think when you interview someone, you you get, you know, more direct stuff. But I think through the segments, just you learn like a little bit more about someone, you know, through through their reactions and stuff like that. And especially something that I'm sure everyone will notice has been a little bit of a theme has been food. Lots of food, food and drink, because I think food and drink is kind of the universal language. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody loves to eat. Everybody loves to drink. So... This is a new segment that we have prepared called Food Out. Play on words of shootout, and that's exactly what this is. So we've gotten two of uh, the same item from two separate establishments. They're all locally owned businesses here in Baltimore. And, you know, I got clued in that you're a big connoisseur of mac and cheese. Is that correct? <laughs> I love me some mac and cheese. I feel like mac and cheese is, again, another universal. I mm-hmm. as well love mac and cheese. So we went ahead and got two different mac and cheeses from two different establishments. And the first one we have here is from the Land of Kush here in oh, Baltimore, Maryland. You. And this is completely vegan and vegetarian. So it has okay. no dairy products, no animal products whatsoever. So we can, we'll can we eat, and we have another one prepared. So we'll, if you want, we could go ahead now and give this a little bit okay. of a, uh, a little bit of a taste test. I might need my, my drink on hand for my lovely assistant. Here, I'll give you a little cheers. Cheers, bro. Yo, I mean, okay. I, honestly, it's not bad. A lot better than I thought it would be. I'm yeah. not gonna hold you. Usually, I'm not super big into vegan vegetarian options just because I'm a wimp. 
This but, is a little bit of ASMR action. Me just yeah, smacking in the camera. <laughs> I mean, look. It was better on the second bite, for sure. I'm going to eat a little bit more. I'm sorry. Hit me. I'm starving. I right, you the third <laughs> bite. Let's get it. Honestly, a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. If you had to give it some form. We're dropping all over myself. If you had to give it some form of a letter grade, what would you give letter it? Letter grade? I'm going to give it. So it's gonna be it's gonna be like a scale to it because it, it it's vegan. So I would say B plus because like that? like I said, it's a lot. Better I thought it was gonna be. I thought I was gonna hate it. I'm in the green. It's definitely a B. Maybe for me a little on the B minus minus side. Mm-hmm. For me, my mac and cheese is like a little more creamy. Mm-hmm. But I guess that's hard when you're not using cream. Exactly. You know? So that was good. That's what I'm saying. That was from the land of Kush, correct? Here mm-hmm. in Baltimore. They have pr- primarily locally owned. They have primarily vegan, vegetarian, soul food options primarily, right? All right. The second one that we have is from, what is the uh, establishment one more time? Next Phase Cafe. Next Phase Cafe. Again, locally owned oh, here man. in Baltimore. It's looking pretty. Yeah, this one looks good. I know you've seen a little bit of a clip of it already, but I'll hit the camera with one more. That looks pretty good. This is how I like my mac and cheese with like a little bit of like a crust. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh man, I'm excited. Let me get a little bit of this crust here. Hit you with another. Oh, cheers. Cheers. That's that pressure, bro. <laughs> That's really pressure. That's as the kids would say, "Bussin', <laughs> bussin', bro!" Like, come on. Wow. Come on. Look, sorry, Landon Kush, you cool. Yeah, but that. I might wow. mess around and eat this whole freaking uh, go bowl. for it, man. But we got him. Yo, come on. Yeah, wow. This one for sorry. me might even be above A. It might be like S tier. S tier? Yeah, it might be S tier. Honestly, hit him with a little Arnold Palmer real quick. Oh my! <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm having having a moment over here. <laughs> That's Bro, when you know it's good, right? It's like I usually reserve S tier for my grandma's mac and cheese because her right. mac and cheese is, is undefeated. Kind of this with my mom's it, as well, yeah. But man, A plus, it, it it's pushing it. Yeah, yeah. I would yeah. give it a, a plus. A plus. A plus. For me, it has the checks the boxes. So for me, here's the boxes with mac and cheese. I need a little bit of creaminess. I need like a thickness like a texture to it, and I need like a little bit of like that burnt cheese. Yes, kind of mix in there, mm-hmm. you know. Which I feel like the Land of Kush one, even though it's great, Land of Kush killed it. I think this one has a little bit of, a little bit of an edge. Absolutely. Um, one of them. I'm not a big like with my mac and cheese. I don't want it to be real runny. Like like like. Yeah. If it's running, that kind of like, it's more cheese than mac, and it's just like, all right, man, I could have just got some cheese whiz and just. Psh. Um. It seems is... like they have like spices and stuff in here too. Yeah, I don't know that. I see like some red flakes. You want to bite? Which one do you want? This one? All right. I'm going to outside opinion. Bro, this is so good. It's great. I know we're definitely... And I had their food earlier, just in general. Mm-hmm. Like, we had both just their normal food. Both of their food, like, just even outside the mac and cheese is great. So definitely, if you're in the area, check out both of these establishments. We'll have their information on the screen. <laughs> You can have the rest. I, I got I got enough. Let me get one more swig of my drink. It's so good. That's how you know it's good, right? That's like crap, man. It's crazy. I'm just going to finish the bowl. Honestly. Hit it. You're good. 
Bro, it's like mac and cheese and like this is the first to be honest, this is the first time I have, I've had pasta in like a month. Yeah. Because I I'm trying to stop eating pasta. <laughs> I'm trying to eat better. Right. But, yeah, me too. But man, this gonna make me this gonna <laughs> yeah. be relapse, man. Yeah, like, dude, what's your time to, to reorder this yeah, week, right? bro. <laughs> this joint got me acting up. So yep. we had B B plus for the other one and A plus for, for the There you go. There you heard it. So you would say that the uh I'm sorry, what is it again? Phase Next phase cafe won the shootout. Of course, the two. It, it, it was shot, close. Shot the shit out. I feel of like it. if it was like Red Dead Redemption, they both got a couple shots. Yeah, in, oh yeah. But, but they but hit him with the headshot. They hit him with quick. the headshot at the end. Well, there you go, man. Like glad that that turned out great. Next phase cafe mac and cheese and an apple cider vinegar <laughs> shot. Yes, man. <laughs> man, we treat our guests good with it. They, they, they either this. have some good drinks, you know, some good conversation, Ooh. you know, hit them with a shot of apple cider vinegar and some mac and cheese, you know. We know how to do it up. Well, I'm glad that we were able to check the box on your, your mac and cheese um, consumption, and hopefully we've added some new options to, to your expanded Absolutely. horizons. Next segment we have, this one I think will be good, is called This or That. It's a typical This or That game, but with a little bit of questions, I would think that I was able to cater towards you. And we have a couple just random ones. Unlike the rapid-fire favorites from next time, there is no time limit. Uh, your brother... Was he wasn't able to answer all fifteen of his questions in mm-hmm. sixty seconds? There's no time on this one. We just want to use it to get to know you better. Although, if you watched the last episode, we're still thinking of a punishment to enforce on Lamore for not being able to answer <laughs> all fifteen. I told him I'd come to his house and enforce it. So you might see like a little hundred miles extra video yeah. one day of me enforcing. I'm gonna bring over a dunk tank and be like, "Get in, punk." <laughs> so. I'm going to ask you a couple of this or that questions. Feel free to elaborate if you on your reasoning uh, sure as I much will. or little as you'd like. And here we go. This one's called this or that. First question, Matt or Jeff Hardy? Jeff Hardy. Why? Bro. I, I mean, I think I know why. That means it's Jeff Hardy. It's Jeff Hardy. It's, Jeff Hardy, Hardy, right? it's literally just it's, <laughs> it's just Jeff, Hardy. Jeff Hardy. That's all the explanation we need. Marvel or DC? I'm a DC guy. Yeah. I had a feeling that you were. Big DC guy. Big DC guy. I feel like nowadays that's kind of like the dark horse answer. Yeah, yeah, because Marvel's more pop. Marvel is yeah. definitely more like mainstream. I like, but sure. I, I don't. I don't. I love superheroes and comics. Right. So I'm never gonna be like, oh, I hate Marvel. Right. I like, no, I like all of it. If it's if it's interesting, it's interesting. But DC man has some of my favorite characters: Batman, Flash, right, Static. I, like the thing I like about DC too, that I think that's a little bit of edge. Sometimes again, the darker stuff too. Like if you look at some of the like Joker, like the Death in the Family oh stuff gosh. and stuff like that, like. Some pretty dark stuff for comic books, you like, know? And it's just like a lot of the DC characters, like Marvel is more like everyday people getting power. DC characters, they're basically gods. They're literally gods. <laughs> they, 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 they don't, they don't, That's they true. don't short arm the power level right, of these right. beings. Like you don't have to. They're, they're like traveling and stuff like that. Yeah, like, like doing a bunch of stuff. Okay. Well, there you go. DC R&B or trap? R&B. R&B. Yeah. I feel like you just got to have like that little bit of extra layered to it or something like yeah. that here's one kind of catered to you maryland or texas Mar- okay. <laughs> maryland got my people like i right. like, i love my people but that food in texas goes crazy <laughs> man yeah, and it's way cheaper than maryland yeah. too. <laughs> we we went to houston and we went to this place uh we went to turkey leg hut phenomenal spot oh my so gosh great. oh my gosh turkey legs 
and waffle fries insane. And then we went to this this Tex Mex spot. I can't remember the name, but when we say we went there like two, three times, I got the KCDs every time. <laughs> you were yeah. there not too long ago, right? Yeah, yeah, I was there safely. By the way, guys, I was safe. Yeah, I was safe. I didn't. I I was safe. Promise you. Um, yeah, we went a couple months ago. I think it was. It was cool. Awesome. That's cool. Right post post the frozen tundra that they that they went through. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, that was right after that. Yeah, so that was something. Well, good thing you missed it. Um, live or studio? Studio, because if I <laughs> if I miss it, if I'm off key, they can fix it. Right. <laughs> but if I, if I mess up live, they're like, "Oh, this kid sucks." <laughs> get a boo, get on the one cake, right? There you go. Um, long form TV series or individual film? Damn, that depends. Right, I know. That's what the one thing I was thinking when I thought about it. It's like, well, what's the context, right? It depends. It's hard because there's positives and negatives to both, right? I think. Gosh, you got me on this one. Okay, so can miniseries be answered too? <laughs> sure. Yeah, I would, I would, anything that's more than like an hour and a half runtime, you know what I mean? Because I feel like that's kind of like the average movie. Okay. Like, you know. So um, if we're doing just like one standalone, like a standalone story, mm-hmm. I could do a movie. Like a movie's cool because like you get it's through condensed it. Condensed to that. Mm-hmm. But if there's a lot of characters and there's a lot like a overarching goal or something like that. Like I want, I want stuff fleshed out. I like TV and TV keeps you busy. Yeah. And something to look forward to. Like you see the movie once and you're like, all right, there it mm. was. We're like the show there's seasons, the next episode. And I'm the same way. I like like the nuanced characters and things to be fleshed out. So, so I'm with you on that one. Here's a little bit of an easy one. Cats or dogs? Both. Both. Right. <laughs> but I easy, have, but not at the same it, time. But like right? for now, right now, I have two beautiful cats, there so I'm gonna go cats because I love them. But uh, summer, winter, summer, I'm right there. Dies out, stomach out. You know, living right. life. Hot boy summer. Hot boy. Shoot! <laughs> Shout out Chet Hanks. White <laughs> <Yeah>. boy. <summer. laughs> that's just that's just blanking. Why can't it just be hot boy you summer? No, no. You know what I mean? Chet, Hanks, Chet Hanks is holding it down. <laughs> Chet. The clown, right? <laughs> um, pancakes or waffles? Pancakes. Okay, that's my great okay whoa, 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 whoa. I, I answered that really quick yeah that was very snap my <laughs> grandmother's pancakes okay because she'd be, she be throwing it down but not everyone's pancakes are good that's true so you get I'll, some real weird burnt pancakes yeah real real bland pancakes so i would say my grandmother's pancakes but if i'm going anywhere i think waffles are a safer bet okay and here's one that pertains to you pink slip or black wall street <sighs> i'm gonna go black wall street yeah because I don't want to be self-deprecating, but man, I listened to Pink Slip <laughs> recently. I'm like, dude, I'm so much better than that. Like now. Was that one of like the first bigger singles you put out? Like That was my first single period. Yeah. Yeah. Like actual single where I didn't like do a remix of somebody well, else's song. Yeah, in my song. opinion. I mean, that's a pretty good one to start with. It, it was good. But like, I think I think as an artist, you, you grow. I mean, sure. obviously you grow. And Black Wall Street was the, was the beginning of me progressing. Right. And Pink Slip is cool because it started, it started the Jadoni right. thing. You can know, but, like here's the start. Yeah. But um, yeah, Black Wall Street and and at Leo killed his verse. So yeah, I always sure. appreciate that. Well, there you go. There's ten quick questions that I uh, hope we uh, help the viewers at home to get to know you a little bit better. I would be remiss, like as I say last time, if I didn't tell you that they won final segment. Uh oh. And 
like last time, if you look off camera to your right, you'll see a folded up piece of clothing. You want to reach over and grab that. Oh boy, what is this? Hold you want to maybe put the microphone down yeah, or put something it down, and, yeah. and, and, and let the people at home see what we're working with? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, people's chance. There we go. I have a lot of rock references in my music. Actually. There you go. I love the how like nineties and even like two thousands wrestling has so inter like twined into like modern day rap. Like, it's great Hell getting yeah. those little references like people like West Side Gun and stuff like that they that do. are that are Griselda doing some great loves Griselda loves wrestling. Wrestling. They love it. And they're super involved in it mm-hmm. too. Like I know that he just bought like a like a New York wrestling company or something. I didn't didn't even know that. Yeah, so he's super involved, and he has, like, his third rope or whatever, or fourth rope uh, clothing thing or whatever. So I think you know maybe what this last segment is. I think it's time to tweet someone. Do you know who we may be tweeting? I think we're tweeting the people's champ, The Rock. Yes, it is time once again to tweet The Rock. Oh, boy. Here we go. So feel free. You can either hold the jersey up, put it on, do whatever you I'll want. Put with it, it on. Can I put it on? You please. I would oh be. I would be absolutely honored if you put it on. This is great. Oh my, God. my last guest wasn't as fun and just decided to hold it up. You know, because he didn't want to cover up his Nike Just Do It hoodie. Yeah. But you know, he was trying to get a sponsorship. I guess I, that I was great. It. Looks great. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Do you feel the power resonating Bro. from you right now? I could do a lot of things. I could do a lot of things right now. <laughs> I feel great. Love to see it. If there's something that you would love to tweet The Rock, what would it be? And we'll have it on the screen for everybody to see as well. I think I think what I want what what I want to tweet at The Rock, I want to ask him, how did he pick up a bridge? He, it, you, know, you see that movie, was it? Was it the Skyscraper movie? Yeah. The man like pulled a bridge together. He did some crazy stuff. And I wanted, I just want to know, was that your idea? I hope it was. I and it's weird. Like you would think anybody else, they'd probably be like, I don't know. But like when the rocks says shit like that, you know, the writers were like, like "Fuck it, dude, whatever you want to do." You know, they call him Dwayne too. They're like Dwayne. Yes. Here, if you, uh, if my lovely assistant, if you want to take a quick picture of us, real quick, and I'll send it to you, so that way you have it for your tweet. We can, uh, huh? You could take it. Why uh, we did this last time? Horizontal landscape. If you go into my text and send it to our friend right here, it's that way you can have it for um the rock to see. I'm hoping one day that the rock finally replies to us. We're we're two tweets deep at this point. He'll catch on. He'll catch on eventually. Maybe by episode like 100, he'll hit us with like a pity, um, pity tweet. You know, even if he just liked it, that would be enough for me to like cry or something. We're able to send it. Cool. I just I just wanna, I just wanna know. (laughs) I wanna know also whose idea that whose idea it was, but also like. (laughs) <laughs> has he done anything remotely close to that because like i feel like he could probably like pull a couple cars you know sure. so like i want she and i want to change my tweet i want to know what the craziest feat he's done now nah, i'm just gonna stick to the <laughs> stick to the skyscraper bro i feel like by the end we're gonna have like every question of every cinematic aspect of yeah we're gonna be at some point like asking him like why'd you do the tooth fairy 
Okay, hold up. <laughs> Why'd you do the Mummy Returns? <laughs> no. Oh, Scorpion King. Scorpion Yo, King. Scorpion King was literally my childhood. Like that was like the first big one for him, right? Man, he he killed it. And I used to watch that movie so often, and like it was not good. Yeah. But I loved it. <laughs> and I I need to watch it again, honestly. CGI was terrible. All right. It says hopefully that you got yep. it. Is that look good? <laughs> Dude, I look like such a clown. <laughs> <laughs> the other rock's going to be like, who is this yeah, kid? What the, what the, why do these people keep tweeting? <laughs> if you could, could you include um, hashtag tweet the rock? Oh, yeah. And hashtag 100 miles pod, 100 miles pod? Yeah, absolutely. That way we can keep track of all these tweets one day when we finally, finally can tell you guys that the rock responded to us, hopefully you will be able to track them using these tweets. Feel free to tag me as well. I'm on Twitter at WoolXGotten. You like that real quick? Was it your idea? Was it your idea to pull that bridge together? (laughs) (laughs) If you don't know what we're talking about, go home. I'm sure it's on free demand demand or something. If not, buy it. Pay the (laughs) $4.99. Any rock action movie is on some level going to be worth your time. Bro, Sky... Like, that movie was just... San Andres. What was the other... He's done a million. He just... He had to fight a building. Like, that's yeah. the thing. Like, he, who can touch him? It should have been Godzilla versus Kong versus Rock. <laughs> a triple threat match. <laughs> a triple threat match. <laughs> Ooh, skyscraper. Hashtag tweet the rock. The... Can't type. I'm the worst. I'm gonna put the mic down. God, I hope he sees this. <laughs> hope he just sends us like a word doc with like <laughs> answers to all of them one day. What if he hit us with the cease and desist? <laughs> <laughs> I'd frame it. Like, I'd try to frame the document, and it's just like the rock is kind of scared that you're stalking him at this point. Hundred mile, right? Hundred miles pod. Miles pod. Pod, not podcast. Just pod, yeah. Okay. Uh, Was it your idea to pull that bridge together in a skyscraper? Bang. Tweeted it. Tweeted. Hopefully we, I'll say that's each time, hopefully next time we have an update, you guys. I'm sure we've already put it on screen so that way you can see it. Um, Yeah. So, wow, another, another pod done. Some more mac and cheese eating, some apple cider vinegar, and of course. More? No, no. I, well, I mean, I'm a fee. I could on the way out, or maybe I'll hit you with one. Oh, on no, the I hope way you out. drive home. Yeah, <laughs> like, sure, you were drinking tonight. You're like strictly apple cider vinegar. Um, yeah. So I appreciate you coming on yeah, one more time. If you want to hit the camera with all your socials and where they can find you and anything that you have coming up. Um, just once again, follow up me on Instagram and Twitter, uh, Coldesac Jadoni. C-U-L-D-E-S-A-C-J-A-D-O-N-I. Um, my music's on anywhere um, you can stream music, basically. And then follow my group's page, Cul-de-Sac Collective. Um, on IG and Twitter, it's Cul-de-Sac, C-U-L-D-E-S-A-C-C-O, Cul-de-Sac Co. And um, yeah, hope you, uh, hopefully we can get new fans. And, and we have old fans that are watching. Thank you for watching. And uh. These, this that guy right there.
this Thank that you. guy. I appreciate that's the biggest. You know, as I say, like in the wrestling, that's the biggest rub I could have gotten from the, the man to my right here. If you want to find any of us online, you can find us at 100milesmedia.com, on Instagram at 100milesmedia. You can find me on Instagram at WoolGod or WoolXGod and on Twitter at WoolXGod as well. Well, I appreciate you coming on. I'm sure this won't be the last time we'll see Absolutely. you. I can't wait for the next time that we do it. Uh, you know, we can do... Um, We'll have to do a five-way mac and cheese Don't do that. I, bro, I, we won't get anything done. <laughs> yeah, there you go. We'll do a whole gallon of apple cider vinegar at the end just to fucking take ourselves up. out. Yeah. No, <laughs> you definitely would throw up. I almost threw up from this much, so I can't imagine. Can so, I get another one on the way out? I'm being so serious. Another one on the way out. Maybe, hey, at the end of this, you might see an iPhone video of us doing one more through the way out. Be good? I'm Everything? good. All right. Thanks, guys. So take see care. you next time. See you. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. So ass. Oh my gosh. <laughs>